Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is, are movies ruining your love life? Let's find out. friends. It's Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. Uh, today's episode is going to be super fun. So if you like what you hear, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star review um, or rating, both, one or the other, whichever. Um, actually, want to shout out Beck Beck 1120 who said, uh, this podcast is so spot on. Natasha gives real dating advice for us real girls out there. She gets it. Um Beck Beck is a friend of mine, and so I actually really, really, like, appreciate when my friends listen to the podcast, because I think they are the least people to listen to it. So, um, thanks, Becky. Uh, we are on social medias. We are at Kinda Dating on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am uh, at Natasha Chandel on Facebook and Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. I got my co-host here, Aisha. Dance. At Aisha Says Dance. Mm -hmm. Welcome, girl. Uh, we have an awesome show here for you guys today. Uh, we have comedians, writers. I was on their podcast. It's called the Bechdel Cast podcast on how stuff works. I have Caitlin Durant and Jamie Loftus. Hey. Did I say it right? Durant? It's Durante. God damn it. What are the chances <laughs> that that would be Durante? Durant, Durante. What? Say it again. Durante. Durante. Just like the most like pretentious way you could pronounce it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the way you pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Very fancy. I really thought I got that one right. That's okay. Uh -huh. It's it's all right. Let's just do this again. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Um, we were on, or I was on your show. I'm so excited that's coming out on yes. election day. Uh -huh. Right? That's an exciting election Ooh. episode. Oh, yeah. um, tell everybody about your guys' podcast because it's so fun. Thank you. Uh, our podcast is about the portrayal of women in uh, your favorite movies and in, like popular movies everyone has seen, and we tear it apart. Yeah, uh, as you know, Natasha. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, by using you know, starting with the Bechtel test, but mm -hmm. yeah, and then we just you know put a, a an intersectional feminist lens on the movie, and you find out that most movies are really problematic. Yeah, yeah. right. They are. You yeah. know, you guys are so awesome at it and I love the the breakdown because there are things like I didn't even think about like the movie we did I was like mm -hmm. I'm such a fan and now I'm like wait am I a fan though? <laughs> like, am I? Well you can still love yeah, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. even if they've got some problems. Yeah. The but... moral of every Bechdel cast is you can still love most movies. Some are unforgivable but most right. of them you can still yeah. Yeah. Just be aware that that's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's just like, like even even this episode, as I was prepping, I was like, God damn it. I just wanted to say, off the top, I still really like romantic comedies. Yeah, yeah. you're allowed. Yeah. Um, I do too. Yeah, it's my right. Um, <laughs> we ask every guest this question, single or in a relationship. Oh, I'm very single. Yeah. Yeah. Mingling. Not um, mingling. Barely. No, no not no. really. Not in the vibe or... <laughs> I mean, I'm just exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> Work is hard. Growing up is tough. Yeah. Yes. And I've I'm grown up. I I've, I've been there and I've been back and I've tried 
dating and it's it's sometimes it's fun and most of the time it's a hellhole. So <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think we just posted that on our Instagram, yeah. right? It was like uh, I think it was like a really funny quote that was like, "Dating after thirty is like riding a bike, except that bike is on fire and the ground is on fire and you are." In hell. I saw that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. very it's accurate. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Jamie, uh, I am in a relationship. She's Boo. she's the anomaly. Wow. <laughs> like tell us everything uh it's i don't know it's new it's nice i like it how new is new uh like three months Ooh, that's like equivalent of six months yeah (laughs) yeah i say three months is the new six months six months is the new year it is one year is the new 10 years in adult years i'm like whoa like six months in adult years is like a lifetime with somebody yeah (laughs) yeah why aren't you married already yeah (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, and so you're not you're not Mingle. Where'd you guys meet? Uh, we met well. It was uh, at a place I perform a lot. Oh, nice. Yeah. Where's that? So through uh, work I, at the Lyric Hyperion in Silver Lake. Dope. I yeah. did a play there once. Oh, really nice. Nice, uh, nice, nice place. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah. So. Are we fans of romantic comedies in this room? I already proclaimed my <laughs> yes. where where I'm at in this. Yeah. What about you? I can take or leave the mm-hmm. genre as a whole. There are some that I really like, uh, but I would say largely it's not my genre. Not your yeah. genre. Yeah. What's, what is your genre? I like mostly action, adventure, sci-fi, Ooh, fantasy yeah. movies. That's yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. So you don't like I romantic don't comedies? I like rom-coms at all. At all? <laughs> no. Disney movies? No. Well, okay. I don't really count that as a like rom-com. <laughs> Disney is right. different. But like yeah. just like your standard run-of-the-mill rom-com Nah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I love I love rom coms. I've seen them. Yeah. I've seen most of them. Uh yeah. they definitely like hindered my growth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stunted my emotional growth, but I still throw down with them. They're good. Yeah, I I mean I am not a fan of like I, I like dramas, but I don't like serious things in life because I feel like there's right. too much of it already. Mm-hmm. I like like the Harry Potter kind of sci-fi. Sure. No, is that fantasy. it's more fantasy, yeah. yeah. But not the Lord of the Rings fantasy. Um, you know, that's I a little much. I don't throw down yeah. on fantasy <laughs> yeah. or I even Harry with. Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. I fuck with it deeply. Um, <laughs> I like it. They just are really lengthy. Sure. Yeah. It's um, true. It's very long. Uh, <laughs> Impressive. Okay. So so. Let's get right into it because we're talking about, uh, which is so perfect for you guys since you talk about movies all like every week um, and how uh, movies affect our dating lives. Um, Mm -hmm. And so let's just start off top. Simple. Like, do we think it does or not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. But it's like it affects your dating life because it affects you as a part. Like it affects every part of you and how you view everything. Yeah, right. So dating's included. On like a macro sense, like media influences culture just as much as culture influences media. So if you see certain behaviors, of like people doing things in movies, you're going to be like, Oh, that I should, I should do that because that guy got the girl in that movie. So if I do that, yep. the same thing will happen. I so like just follow her around. Yeah. Just see what happens. <laughs> just so some many... grand gestures <laughs> and that'll show up. Yeah. Like, let yeah. me just lurk around like a fucking scary person. Quite loud so true. Window, <laughs> right. Morning. So into that. Just, yeah. 
throw rocks at her yeah. windowsill. Isn't that what happened with Romeo and Juliet? Oh, microaggressions until yeah. she's just so <laughs> stripped just of agency down. that she's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> okay. Usually what's happened I in my life, dead. so yeah. it actually is. Uh, a, a great example of this is The Notebook, where, oh. He, oh my God. where yeah. Ryan Gosling uh-huh. follows her around. She repeatedly says no. Say he no. threatens to kill himself by hanging from a Ferris wheel and he's like yeah. I'm gonna let go unless you go out with me and she's like okay yeah uh, just to prevent your ever. suicide right yeah right. and then the rest of the movie frames are like how romantic was that wow I'm not gonna lie I tell every guy like who has ever reached out to me and been like oh you know I'm doing a date night what do you think I should do watch I'm like the watch the notebook <laughs> <laughs> which is so bad because it is that it's horrible if she you break no it down to him like eight times yeah. before wow. he finally wears her down the amount of fighting that they have and that like they like the amount of fighting that they like partaken in that movie is insane. If you're like me, cooking can be a real task. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. Delivered right to your door, Green Chef sends a wide variety of organic ingredients and unique new recipes each week. The recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. That's just what I need. Meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. There's something for everyone. Plus, you can switch up your meal plan and change the box you're getting whenever you want. Recipes range from global cuisines to classic comfort foods, all with a signature touch. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you week after week so you can enjoy that perfect date night in with that special someone. Or your best girlfriend. Recipes include pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash dating. Um, when did you realize that rom-coms might be hurting you? I kind of like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's... Maybe when I started, probably when I started dating in high school, yeah. I was like, oh, this is not what it is what this it is, is yeah. so not what it is yeah and also like when like boys would start doing the stuff they saw in movies and i right. didn't like it like as much as i thought i would right like especially if you like in a movie there's like rarely a situation where it's not reciprocated because that's just like a waste of film yeah right? <laughs> uh, but like in high school like there was this boy who was nice and i think well-intentioned but like did the thing mm-hmm. where he'd like show up places and be like i like you blah, blah, blah. and i'd be like i don't like Oof. you he's like wait and see and it's like, <laughs> no I, I don't and, and yeah so it's like when I saw someone apply those tactics and maybe like, no, but when I, I, but I'm not interested and I keep telling him, but he's like, ah, it's what they all say. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. That was when I was like, so like you, you were conscious enough to like, right. Like notice that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty good at high school. Damn. Mm -hmm. What about you? I don't think I was that smart. (laughs) I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. (laughs) Um, And I didn't even really fully acknowledge like the negative impacts that rom-coms and all movies because mm-hmm. this is like this is not just like a genre specific thing it's like a, across all media yeah, that it's yeah, like sure. uh that movies were so problematic mm-hmm. pretty much and still until we like started doing the podcast and then i was yeah. like oh no like i had i like knew but i like didn't know the extent to which they were like 
all very bad yeah. uh, except for like maybe like Moana it's like uh, yes. good and then everything else sucks Moana's uh, awesome. yeah Moana's like our, <laughs> it's like one of our favorites yeah, yeah. yeah. so good yeah <laughs> but yeah I think I like I'm not even sure if I'm like fully aware how like negatively I was affected in terms of like mm. my romantic life mm. and my dating life but um certainly like I my whole like worldview was shaped by like from an early age Disney movies and like the romances and that. And then, you know, like when I was watching more rom-coms, like as a teenager, I was just like, okay, I guess this is what I have to expect out of dating. And like, yeah, I don't think I was as as smart as Jamie about it, where I was like, yeah, this is normal behavior when guys will like, you know, stalk you or just be creepy. Yeah, Yeah. I truly do think it was only because I thought, the guy was gross. Like, if it was a boy I liked, I probably would have accepted Been it. Down. It's like, yeah. whoa, this is cool. It's yeah. just like in the movie. Right. But it was because I was so literally repulsed by this, this one. Yeah. That, that really I was helps. like, dude, I know what you think you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But please stop not, following not me working. after yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like insane. Yeah. I used totally. To- um, for me, Titanic is not a rom-com, but... I think it shaped me mm. positively because before that I was See? not seeing boys other than friends. But then as soon as Jack came on the screen, I was like, oh, my God, this is what we can do with these. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so that was the impact on me, I would say. Um, that and ti- not Titanic and um, Pocahontas. I was also very into John Smith for some reason. I don't know. Interesting. So, like, <laughs> that sort of shaped me that way. Wow. Yeah. I'm, those are two characters I'm surprised at. I know. With you. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> I guess, like, for me, it was, it was like, maybe my third boyfriend. Well, he was never actually a boyfriend. That was both the problem is, which will sort of mm. tie into our second episode, right. which is sure. on date on age. Mm. Sorry. And he, I was, I, I, I was 24. He was 34. And so, um, and I remember being like, Oh, this like older man that like, or, you know, he was so like handsome and put together and whatever. And I, I was like, yeah, this is it. And then the commitment phobia. And I kept thinking like I would mm-hmm. win, win him over like in the movies. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, that's not happening. Uh, this is yeah. not working. And, uh, and then when I got into like an abusive relationship and I came out of that, then it hit me and I was like, what have I been doing? Mm. And why have I been thinking that these people are going to change? Um, and then I started realizing it's because like, movies. yeah, and you think that like people who are constantly around and like constantly tell you that like no you love me and right. you're like uh i mean i guess isn't that what happens in the movies like the girl is like we're like not sure and then he wins her over and right. so it was like all of those like weird things but when you said characters yeah <laughs> have you ever thought of characters that like it like because for me now i'm thinking of it is it two <laughs> zach morris Mm, loved me my Zach Morris Mm -hmm. even though he was like the bad boy but he wasn't he was like a good natured bad boy guys like I can go on and on defending the Zach Morris (laughs) (laughs) two tuxedo mask from Sailor Moon oh I had such a cartoon crush on tuxedo mask Uh, it was like my like tall dark haired sort of quiet mysterious Mm. but he shit on Sailor Moon all the time (laughs) Yeah, I well the I'm, I'm like not this is why I like guys Love shitting on me. <laughs> Have you seen? Is it called like Zach Morris's Trash or something yes, like I, that? Everybody tells me to watch it, and I refuse. That's funny. <laughs> what is that? 
<laughs> because it is on my one of my dating profiles, like on my hinge. It's like mm. your childhood crush, and I say Zach, and I like list all the good qualities. <laughs> In don't tell of me that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're they're always like, "Well, you should watch it." I'm like, "Don't fucking." <laughs> Take this away from me. I'm like, I don't tell you shit about Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> um, Sacred territory. Yeah. yeah. Have you thought of that? Any characters for you guys? Oh, yeah. I like a, I like a good freak. I, I would like, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. I'd yes. hit it. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, any like it. masks. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, I, yeah. You would have loved Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> I did love Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, any uh, mean guy whose face you can't fully see <laughs> who's oh. kidnapping you. I'm like, the beast. Mm, is, yes. that was my, that, yeah, <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. For me, it was probably Indiana Jones. Oh. Like, because he's got a... He, so suave. He's so suave. He cleans up real nice, mm-hmm. but he's also, like, really rugged. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's an academic, you <laughs> yeah, know, he's also. I think, I think you're asshole. in the perfect city and, for that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he, asshole, like, yeah. when you go back and rewatch those movies, Ugh. he has a different woman in every yeah, movie. Yeah. He... Uh, uh, is a, a rapist in the first movie he's statu- like we i mean listen to the our uh-huh. episode that we did recently yeah. about it but like he statutory raped marion ravenwood when she was 15 like Shit. that's implied yeah, and then whenever yeah. you read some context about like the conversations that the filmmakers had you're like oh that was their intention wow. for him have having like had a sexual relationship with a teenager Huh. Yeah, so it's fun. Shuck. But you don't know that when you're, you know, like when I'm a teenager watching those movies, yeah. and I'm like, Indiana Jones is so freaking cool. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So, damn. Yeah. I think, like, oh. sorry, go ahead. Sorry, uh, Frasier and Niles. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I would have definitely said Niles for sure for oh, me at Niles, one point. The twink yeah. of my dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah. I loved Niles. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, he's so Do you shaky. You like twinks. So shaky. He, I, not usually, I'm not usually a twink gal but niles really did it for me and then like if you're in the mood to be like emotionally abused you, yeah. you pop over to frazier oh yeah, yeah. in his robe <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's try to figure out like, why, why are people doing this why why do we use movies as a guide you guys are the experts in this like why do oh, we thank you so much yeah <laughs> i mean it's just like a, a culture shaper and mm-hmm. it's uh, and it's weird because i feel like different characters uh pop up at different times responding to like things that are happening in the world right almost a sort of like a comfort food of like no what if this person existed and when and I don't know. And I think it's like in a lot of ways when and people probably don't even like realize this when they're writing these characters because it's so ingrained in who we are. But it just like reinforces the status quo uh, in um, in the case of most movies. Mm-hmm. So. We got a moth in here. Oh, hey, so just, I was like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I felt yeah. like the, this is an inside joke between Jenna and I, but I just thought this is all work, no play right now. I was like, there's a bug in the studio. Um, <laughs> it's the show I'm pr- we're producing on the side. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, it's we there's a thing that happens in movies that we come across all the time which is we call it the surprise kiss mm. where men usually right. men sometimes oh, it's yes. it's gender swap but yes. it's usually men just laying one on a woman without checking in with her first mm-hmm. to see if maybe she was interested in receiving a kiss just like full-on surprise kissing her yeah. and uh that's behavior that's not okay yeah. totally but we see it time and time and again and, and in movies it's usually framed as like a really 
huge romantic gesture. So like things like that people see on screen and then it influences mm-hmm. you, especially if you're like a young, impressionable person. Yeah, so right. Well, it's, yeah, it's like in that case, it's like if you don't see like consent and, and other stuff like that displayed uh, in anything you've ever seen, of course, you're not going to think that that's yeah. romantic just because you've yeah. never seen it. And it's that's, funny because, uh, sorry, go ahead. Aisha. Oh, I was just going to say, I wonder like a guy's perspective on that because I feel like so many of mm-hmm. them do that you know oh, yeah. the surprise cases is like a move that happens a lot and i wonder if that's yeah. shaped because you know the growing up that's what 100 was going on i mm-hmm. always say guys are way more romantic than girls are and it's from these kinds of things like guys always they ask me all the well like especially for the like we did the dating after me too episode right. and mm-hmm. and like guys are like well like, what am i supposed to do to right to like make a move and i'm like ask yeah yeah ask it's to so kiss simple. her like at the end of the night they think like well how am i supposed to kiss her <laughs> ask but, but there like, was i don't i never understood like, like well, it turns me off so much if a guy tries to like suddenly plant it on me because yeah. i'm like well, yeah, I, no. like yeah. i didn't ask and i don't know how you're reading signals but in the movies you're right like yeah. i didn't even think Surprise. of that yeah like but it really makes it seem i think not even that it's like the guy who does ask in the movies is like a loser mm-hmm. and doesn't so know what true. he's doing he's yeah. like can i kiss you yeah. and they're like oh fuck this Gross. girl like that's yeah. the guy who doesn't get kissed yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so it's yeah, what we need to see is it framed differently where yeah. like it's a, a mutually consensual situation where the guy is like, hey, he can hey. still be smooth. But yeah. Like, oh, can I kiss you? I always say I think it's so attractive like, yeah. if a man is like it's a gentleman so and yeah. like like confident and he just like at the end of the night walks you up and he just very confidently is like, can I kiss you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's like, so simple. He doesn't simple. have to be like, hey, I'm just wondering if uh, maybe I could uh, give you a, a, like a, 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 a little pump. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so like, it's for sniveling losers. Yeah. Like, you can just <laughs> ask the question. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I also think like because um, uh, young people, especially in, like, you know, that generation or all of us in that time, um, we don't have enough life experience and mm-hmm. we don't have enough places to get that life experience. And so we go to the movies yeah. and we're like, oh, I'll learn. I, I learned a lot of life lessons yeah. through like Full House and things because yeah. like I didn't have to experience all of it. Um, about daily Savings Time from National, <laughs> National Treasure. Treasure. Yeah, yeah. And North Side. We don't have our lessons. <laughs> true. But we learned so a like that's, you know, maybe another reason why like people like tend to go there. Um, We're going to take a quick message, guys. But uh, when we're back, we are going to talk about some of the some more of the biggest myths that movies perpetuate. But also uh, we are going to uh, give some advice to a famous movie character. It's a new segment. But first, this message. Hey, coffee lovers, have you guys heard of Unicreamer? It's the first portable coffee creamer to contain a completely clean label. It has three grams of plant protein, three grams of MCT oil with no expiration date. Throw it in your purse or gym bag to create a delicious latte with all the health benefits minus the calories. Go to www.unicreamer.com and use the promo code KINDADATING30 at checkout for a whopping 30% off. 
Hey guys, I'm Natasha Chandel here with Aisha, Caitlin, and Jamie from the Bechdel Cast podcast, um, and we are talking about uh, how the movies are ruining your dating life, basically. <laughs> um, but uh, if you like what you've heard so far, give us a five star review uh, wherever you get this app, or subscribe. Uh, we would love to have you in the fam. If not, you mean nothing to us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, all right. So we were talking about like some of the myths that uh, these movies perpetuate. Mm. And you brought up a really good one, Caitlin, which was like the first kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the kiss, kiss. Yeah. The surprise kiss. Yeah. What are some of the others? Oh, I would say uh, one of the things that ha- like a trope that I that we see a lot in movies is that uh, a guy and a girl will end up together, but there's no, there's been no basis for their relationship. Mm. It's just like they're near each other and they're both attractive. So they are gonna end up yeah. kissing. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. the, and it's usually because the female character is so underdeveloped that we don't know anything about mm. her. So therefore we don't understand why the male hero would like her, but yeah. that's not something that's like yeah. considered because yeah. it's just like, well, she's hot. So he right. loves her. So yeah. yeah. And it's just it, that to me perpetuates the idea that, you know, what we should value about women is their appearance. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. Also just a simple thing that like, it always works out in the end. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that that makes every like all your early breakups a nightmare because you're like, no, wait, this isn't this is the end of act two if we're broken up. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, kind of jumping off what you were saying, uh, though, I've never had much patience when I was younger. I was definitely like influenced it, uh, by it, but the whole like just take off your glasses, oh, you know, yeah. the whole total yeah. transformation. She's all, that. Mm-hmm. She's all that, Princess Diaries, like uh, increasing your value to the world by looking yeah. hotter, right? Yeah, and then there's like some movies, like Princess Diaries, I think tries to make a comment on that, but like she stays hot, right? So- yeah. Not nah, like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's so many take off your glasses moments, and then bets. Uh, oh yeah, fine, you know, starting to oh. like a cool guy starts dating a loser girl because his friends are like he wants oh, fifty dollars. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he finds out, holy shit, dog, I'm in love. Right. And yeah. You're just like, oh, yeah. it's exhausting. Totally. Yeah. yeah. We also did a recent episode on uh, Ten Things I Hate About You, yeah. which is oh, like she's a feminist like bitch yeah. killjoy. So we gotta soften her up yeah. with a with couple smooches. Yes. We gotta beat her up with a yeah. <laughs> And it's always a boy that can, like, soften up the heart and, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Which Uh, there are, like, gender swap stories of that, too, where it's, like, a rough and tough guy that, like, needs to be. But, like, just don't try to date someone thinking you can change them. Yeah. Don't date someone for $50 also. (laughs) Just, like, become a task rabbit or something. Yeah, because I think um, (laughs) there's other ways to get $50. (laughs) I think the one that pisses me off the most, um, well, there are two is that like chaos is a prerequisite for love Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like real love means you have to go through the most dramatic fucking things you go up and down up and down up and down up and down and but you know what you're gonna fucking by the third act make it through Mm -hmm. and then it's gonna be a happily ever after and i'm like that's not like my one thing in life like all my friends who've gotten married is like when it's right it's easy like you have problems but you don't have gut-wrenching somebody has you know torn up your heart and then stomped on it and then they're like no but 
I'm sorry. I realized sorry. I love you, and I have it's made a mistake. Because my this dog whole died time. when yeah. I was 11. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and then you're like, I forgive you, and onwards yeah. and upwards. Yeah. Like that one pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the idea that like uh, love has to be rescuing you from something else, mm-hmm. or like whether it's like sometimes it's like love rescued me from my family mm-hmm. or like from there's oh god i hate the movies where it's like she works too much yeah <laughs> well, well, we get some guy in there and make him yell at her and she'll stop working so hard yeah like yeah. that sort like that yeah and her job is always uh she works at a magazine in new york city <laughs> it's always right. a magazine it's well, always us an editorial that? wasn't that? it to, yeah. which was two weeks notice was the one that really she oh, has to yeah. like save someone from deportation and she's a mean lawyer <laughs> and he's like i need a green card please have sex with me and but then oh. it ends up being a love story i don't know yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah how every no matter what interaction you have with the opposite sex it turns into a love story yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aisha, what about you did something really bug you i mean a lot of what you guys mentioned yeah definitely bugs me the whole oh he can change if i keep going yeah like, mm-hmm. that is so annoying the persistence thing you know if i yeah. just keep bugging her down she's gonna yeah you know change her mind yeah. she's gonna love me love means everything um love conquers all i'm like that's <laughs> i do when, when i was on daily zeitgeist that they they were like what's one myth you want to debunk?" <laughs> and I, was like, I was like look guys so i'm just gonna keep in, in line with the dating podcast it's that love conquers all right. it's not that's not like a negative point of view it's really not it's like if you you know every therapist you ever talk to mm-hmm. will all say the same thing love does not conquer all mm-hmm. it's like people Masters. who have addictions and they have they're abusive mm-hmm. they could still love you quote unquote love sure. you mm-hmm. or think that they really truly love you and that's not going to conquer the shit that's going on yeah. right. um it takes work and it takes self-love i would say self-love might conquer all like mm-hmm. if you're if you have if you're you know an addict of any kind maybe loving yourself will get you out of that but nobody else can do it mm-hmm. right and and like that thing like of people sticking through for really bad bad yeah. shit yeah. i'm like Grr. the girl saving the bad guy yeah you know, he's got problems star is born yeah yeah, yeah. Actually. right i haven't oh, seen yeah. it yet oh, but okay. i'm assuming oh, well. that that's what it is thanks <laughs> guys for ruining the movie <laughs> Well, that reminds me of uh, another trope we see, which is that uh, especially I think this is very prominent in rom-coms and some like romantic dramas where uh, a woman usually is incomplete until she has a man. Mm -hmm. So like her her only goal that we understand as an audience uh, is for her to find love. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, what about anything else you might Mm -hmm. want in life? And yeah, movies just don't explore that usually oh here's another fun couple yeah. ones uh most romance you see on screen is extremely hetero yes and extremely uh white yep. and uh very rarely do we see like an interracial couple mm-hmm. or a queer couple yeah it's yeah lots of straight white people yeah yeah i was gonna More say that too it's like yeah. even when it is interracial couple it's like almost always a white male yeah, and like somebody yeah. else and i think that also has shaped a lot of What's going on? I mean, the two That's examples true. I gave were like blonde white dudes. Yeah. Like made in Manhattan. Yeah, all exactly. Of those, like, yeah. So like that, I feel like has made a bigger shift than people even realize of why mm-hmm. everybody is like the white man is sort yeah, of like yeah. the thing to aspire to is because he was always the hero in all the movies that we've seen. Oh, that's so, so true. Like, that's yeah. like another thing that's really bothers me about yeah. rom-coms in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. that's so true. Um, I think the other one for me is opposites attract. Mm. that's actually mm. and we've done we did the episode with uh dr marissa t cohen she's a uh a, a, 
like a specialist in the science of relationships. Oh, oh yeah. And uh Lots of science uh, has proved that opposites do not attract, um, that they are good for or they can attract like chemistry wise. But longevity in relationships is based on having the similar values. Compatibility. Yes. Yeah. Like actually value based things Mm -hmm. of what could keep people. So you could still be opposites on the outside. Like one of my, you know, I dated a 27 year old. I call him 27 year old on the show. He and I were like very different, like on the surface. Um, He was like very Americana, small town boy. I was like the city girl who'd like, you know, his family grew up like going fishing and shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, I've, n- I've never been by a lake. Like I'm from like <laughs> the like, hard corner city and I was like the lake is polluted and I can't go fishing, yeah. you know? So right. I'm like, huh? Um, but our values are very similar for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so like that kept us together until it didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, that part really. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, bad boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just the fantasizing of bad boys in general. You can like, change the bad boy. Yeah. You need to cut that out. The bad boy Ooh. has a heart inside. Yeah. He's not a narcissist. He's not a sociopath. Mm, right. Uh, he just needs love. Yeah. yeah. Like revengey narratives mm. of like there's a there's a lot of I feel like the 80s for some reason was the an especially bad time for this. Yeah. But like like uh, male characters who feel that women owe them something. Mm-hmm. And are like become in a relationship for revenge or to prove something to themselves that has nothing to do with the other person. Yeah. Like Revenge of the Nerds is that Ugh. movie. There's like so a literal right where it's like <laughs> we we've been rejected, but we yeah. deserved, and now the people who rejected us will suffer. Right, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. That whole thing uh, makes me uh, sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hate it. That movie Overboard, like he <laughs> literally mm-hmm. tricks her. Which one is that? So is it Kurt, Kurt Russell, Russell and Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Hawn? Which you know, there you she go. falls overboard. She falls overboard. <laughs> she was like a rich. She was kind of mean. He was what, like a repairman or something? Yeah. yeah. She falls overboard, gets amnesia, so he decides to trick her into believing that she is his wife. So he like she comes home with him and like raises his kids. He lives in like a shack. Yeah, he gaslights her for the whole movie. Oh, that reminds me of movies like uh, Twilight, where uh, our everyone's (laughs) favorite vampire Edward Cullen spends a large chunk of the movie gaslighting Bella. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, you didn't see me stop a van with my fist? (laughs) Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, she's like, I love you. And he's like, also he stalked the shit out of her. He stalked her. In her oh, bedroom while she was sleeping. sleeping. He's a, yeah, a sleep watcher. Yeah. That's super controlling. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I thought all I wanted yeah. was a vampire to watch me. Has, I was like, has anyone yeah. ever dated someone who like literally Edward Collins them? It's not cute. I've woken up like twice to dudes like staring at me Ugh. when I'm sleeping like, and I'm like. But you were, they were there in the room when you yeah, went to right, bed. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was yeah, a stroll yeah, at yeah, yeah, yeah. A little different, yeah. but still yeah. spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I think, the, I think another one is uh, uh, love at first sight mm-hmm. as a thing. <laughs> right. Um, I th- it does. It, it can exist once in a blue moon, but I don't think like on a day to day. You're go. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Attraction yeah. At first sight. It's love, which can turn into it love. Could. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, it's but not. <laughs> yeah. No, that that was very correct. It's yeah. Attraction right. at first sight. <laughs> yeah. And um and you know the people who who are like oh, oh what are fucking movies. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, Prince Charming. If we're going to the Disney. Oh yeah. Guys. 
Aisha and I have worked for the mouse, so um, Disney is amazing. We love Disney. <laughs> Disney is God. I am subscribing to the Disney. No. <laughs> to the um, Disney. Moana, though. Moana. But at the same right. time, like, yes. they seem like they're trying. They're oh well, they would maybe I don't know. Probably yeah. not. Well, like the, the concept, and he sort of mentioned it that like the woman needs saving is yeah. a big one, and oh, so like yeah. Disney is like notorious for that. Though now yeah. they're changing a lot they of are, it. Finally, yeah. Um, but the earlier movies, just like wait around Cinderella yeah, to show. anything. Yeah. Yeah. didn't even have substance. Yeah, back then, like I don't think Charming even spoke. Yeah, he never <laughs> no. spoke. He was just <laughs> gorgeous, <laughs> and you can't even say yeah. he was like I don't know if he was a nice guy or not. He just came know. in on a horse once. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did a Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs yeah, episode. Prince Charming. Yeah. Like, Prince Charming does sing this fucking gnarly <laughs> song. It's does really he? bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One He's song. like, one song. <laughs> I just got one song. I was like, this guy is not hot. This guy's a not freak. All, he right? scales a wall in like his weird little sweatpants. <laughs> He's like, ah. Like, yeah. Just- it's and so she's true. like, this guy's e! awesome. Right. But she's scared at first. She does she scream and run away. And then he's like scaling the wall in his little sweatpants. He's like, I know you inside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm even thinking of like Aladdin or something like oh, that. Like Aladdin. also like the sort of the. He is a liar. The, Good, good, he's good guy thief. Right, yeah. You know? and, and in that one, Jasmine's like, I am not a prize to be won, but guess what happens? She, she actually wins her. Magic as she is. <laughs> so true. Uh-huh. true. Um, I mean, it's a flying carpet. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, since we're on, on, the, uh, on yeah. this topic, we're going to, we're, we're guys, uh, listeners, friends, we are um, starting a new segment on the podcast uh, called, you know, so so creative it's called um advice is famous characters and uh who better to kick this new segment off than you guys so mm. what movie are we breaking down or who who are we giving advice to what what movie character or what movie i'm gonna do disney's speaking of disney little mermaid okay because this one is just ripe for uh <laughs> there's a lot of problems there's nothing wrong it is perfect <laughs> a perfect film wonderful movie. when i love a man i cut my legs off <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice my voice and cut oh, myself yes. into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give advice to. Uh, oh boy, I. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to give advice to Esmeralda from Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Okay. All right. So go ahead, Caitlin. What you got to say? So I would tell Ariel to, uh, first of all, don't sacrifice a huge part of her life. In this case, her literal body Mm -hmm. for a man. Number one, uh, especially if that means also sacrificing another huge part of your life and body, your voice, which is the thing for not to... I don't want to be ableist, but for, you know, most people, that's how you express yourself and get to tell other people about yourself. So he had no way really of knowing who she was as a person or mermaid uh, without her voice. So it's like the whole like we I love you because you're hot thing. And, uh, yeah, so it's like, don't sacrifice uh, really yourself nice for a man. He's he cute. Yeah. So it's and okay. It was, it was a love at first sight narrative, right? Yeah. Isn't that one? Like, they come, didn't she come up she, and he She rescues her. him. Yeah, yeah. He is and he's the like, first, like, Disney prince with sort of a personality. Yeah. Where he's yeah. like, I got a boat. And <laughs> I was like, okay, that's a that's, that's a personality. One step up, that's right. a step up. He's yeah. got a boat. He's got a boat, and he has a friend with a with a big nose. Yeah, 
and he's got a house. Yeah. And also now that I'm thinking that. about it, he looks just like Aladdin, but but like they look, but white. white. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh huh. I thought of it. I'm yeah. like, well, I loved his hair, and then I'm like, I also loved Aladdin's hair. I'm like, wait a minute, they're the same person. He's got a, a blouse. What else? Yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's got a rowboat. He's got two boats. He's got, he's got a lot of boats. Him. I love this yeah. guy. Well, we were talking about this like uh, off mic, but um, at first we were talking about Ursula. Mm-hmm. Being, we're like, oh, mm-hmm. speaking of consent, Ursula just blackmails. She, well, she demands consent from Ariel she by demands, making her yeah. sign contract. a contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ursula, her only crime was being smart. <laughs> <laughs> Has it in fucking right. Like, everyone signed a contract that they're not happy with the consequences of. Right. But Ariel knew the terms. Right. And she signed the contract. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, I think. Uh, kind of going off what you said like for Ariel it would be like the fact that she you know and it's not a bad thing to um compromise and at some point move for your for a partner or whatever it is but she really does give up mm-hmm. her family her, her friends nothing. her, her yeah. identity entire, yeah her identity to be with this beautiful stranger mm-hmm. which hey if there was a after well, like well, like an after show for The Little Mermaid. I wonder how their life would be. But uh, there is a, a, a couple like straight to video sequels. So. Really, she's got yeah. a daughter. She yeah. wants yeah, to go to Marlantica. A... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ursula, the whole thing. Ursula has a skinny sister. Right. And that kid gets becomes this whole thing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a, yeah. What is there <laughs> something else you want? Uh, no. Yeah. Just uh, main things. Don't don't sacrifice. Uh, you know, huge part. You know, there's there's a difference between compromise yeah. and sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she goes way 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 beyond totally. compromise and just especially sacrificing things for someone she does not know mm-hmm. at all and just thinks is hot. Yeah. Um, right. You know, we've all been there, but yeah. don't do that. And Learn I and I will say that I was just about to say like I I I did do that. When when I was much younger, I was uh, dating somebody. Guys, there's so many ties. But I was dating somebody <laughs> older. Um, uh, I was 20. He was 27. I had a thing for older guys. And uh, um, I remember at one point, though we were in a serious relationship for two and a half years, but at one point he was uh, not a fan of my work as, as an actor. Mm. And he asked me to quit. <gasps> and um, I wow. I did. Oh, my and, gosh. And I, um, I left for a couple years. And... I kept thinking, you know what, like this is it's for love, it's for the like right. for the right thing. And I remember crying and crying and crying when he asked me, and I, I like I was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. But I didn't um, at the time. I was like, no, it's for again, it's for love. It's for love. Not that like he was being selfish for asking me that. Right. Um, and years later, now it's like years and years later he and I are friends and he apologizes for that all the time but he stopped my career at a time when it was literally at its peak like Mm. I had so many opportunities and he was like asked me to quit and I did and I regret it because at the end he cheated on me and we broke up and I was like great Mm. well that was for nothing and I always thought that you know what the opportunity will come back if it's meant to be it Mm. doesn't Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Time doesn't come back, and uh, and so I, I'm not saying like I think you should make like you said compromises, but not not complete. Complete, yeah. Sacrifices. Like people should love you for who you are. Absolutely. Right. He should have loved her as a mermaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But to be fair, he didn't know. He didn't know. She didn't give him that chance. He didn't know. That's yeah, true. they should yeah. have just spent a little more time together as, with her as a yeah. mermaid. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. They yeah. should have communicated. Yeah, yeah. She's also lying about who she is. True. Yeah. 
Yeah. Don't do that. She's presenting <laughs> a false self. <laughs> it's true. She's like, I, really got, no, I got got legs. Our area's a little tricksy in this one, actually. <laughs> she's, I, well, she's, you know, she's a little, she's young. She's, she's a teenager. Young. She's, she's, she's rich. Yeah. She's yeah. royalty. She's yeah. kind of a brat. She's like, I want this. Give me mm. legs. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebelling from her dad. Except in this one, stuff. Eric is the good guy. Eric. Mm. <laughs> Right. Eric comes out on top. Um, Jamie, your movie? Uh, yeah, I'm giving advice to Esmeralda at the end of Disney's Hunt Dragon Notre Dame. I think in the original Hunt Dragon Notre Dame, she is dead. So I can't. Oh. my advice to her would be <laughs> don't, don't be alive. Yeah. <laughs> Ever tried it? Um, that Okay, so end of Hunt Dragon of Notre Dame, she's... She's been through a lot. There's that whole song about how the priest wants to fuck her and kill her. Yikes. I hate that that song is like really good. And yeah, sometimes I listen to right? it because I was like, this song's good. <laughs> but uh, it's fucked up. Yeah. They throw the priest into the hell pit. It's been a long day. At the end of the day, she still has to be like, well, I got to figure out who's my boyfriend now. I was like, we just threw, the city is burned. We just just threw a fucking religious official into a fire pit. Like, we don't need to decide today. Right. But she, you know, lots of pressure. She has to decide between Phoebus, a.k.a. Kevin (laughs) Klein, the roguish blonde. He's wearing a lot of armor and he negs her a lot. Mm -hmm. And she likes that. And then there's Quasimodo and he's, you know, he's got scoliosis like me. And but he has been like there for her. He has been a friend and he loves her. And he doesn't, he never oversteps his bounds because we're taught to believe because he's like, I look like shit. So no one's going to kiss me, but he's pretty chill about it. And (laughs) he at no point is like, doesn't this uh, like, he's pretty quiet about it, which is like, cool. He's working through it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, he was living with that priest and it was, that's bad too. That was a bad, that was an abusive relationship. Gargoyles. But he talks to fucking Jason Alexander, the gargoyle. (laughs) It's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, So Esmeralda and my advice to her would be like, take a day. You know, yeah. like you don't have to choose who your boyfriend is today. I or think a if couple I, or even a few weeks, get to know him. Be single, like yeah. to enjoy single. your life. Like I want, as I want to get as an Airbnb for like <laughs> a week. Be like decompress, figure out what do you want. Do you want a relationship right now? I get that the guy negging you is hot, but that's probably not the answer. Sure. Uh, I think if she thought about it, she would, you know, depending on where she's at emotionally, we don't really know because we don't really know much about her other than she's got a goat. Mm. Uh, And she's a gypsy. And and she's a red outfit. Yep. Uh, Oh, yeah. And they made her strip. Yeah. uh, Which was really cool uh, that, they, <laughs> that they did that. Uh, so cool. So she and her goat, Jolly, uh, oh. I used to have underwear with that goat when I was like <laughs> three. <laughs> um, anyways, um, yeah, I think she should decide. I think with time, she would either decide like to get over herself and give Quasimodo a chance or she's like, you know what? I'm just single right now. Phoebus. Out of the picture. Right? Yeah. A-hole. Yeah. Or, I mean, even if she does Bureaucrat. end up with one of them, but give it time. It doesn't have to be, like, in the middle of a crisis, I have to decide everything mm-hmm. right now. It's like, there's time. She, right? yeah. she would have been Pace so it. within her rights to be like, listen, guys, I understand that there's, like, unresolved stuff here, but <laughs> I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> we just, just killed someone. Sure. <laughs> there's so many movies where it's like, we just killed someone. Now, who's fucking, like, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands 
Scissorhands is like that too at the end oh, where yeah. Edward Scissorhands oh, yeah. kills what's his Anthony name? Michael Anthony Hall. Michael Hall. And then Brutal. Winona Ryder's like, now's as good as time as any to <laughs> give you a big old kiss. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I was like, you guys just killed. I know he was the villain, but he died. <laughs> The movies, guys. People the are movies. gonna I love wow. him. Someone's gonna I'm miss him. So many, so different now. <laughs> um, so, um, what, if anything, good do we get from movies? I think we get a lot of good things. I think, uh, even though the messages are almost always harmful and bad, uh, comma, right. it is good to have things in the world that you can, like, cult, common cultural bonds True. are important and good. Mm. And it does, like, the content aside, which is important and is, like, mm -hmm. what we spend forever tearing apart, it's, like, nice to be able to connect with someone uh, based on that. And I think people do that all the time and yeah. that's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say, although most movies don't empower women to any degree, this, this the few that do, right. uh, do have a positive impact. Like I remember being a young kid and watching certain movies that were more empowering for women and having that, uplift me and like empower me and like be really excited and like want to go out in the world and like kick ass yeah. so uh it's it's more rare than it should be to see movies like that but uh the ones that do exist i think do uh and like are helpful and yeah and, yeah and positive and empowering yeah um i think they're just fun you know, um, as long as you recognize that, you know, certain things are problematic and can even talk about that. And that can be like a fun talking point. Um, but, you know, it's just nice to sit back and eat some popcorn and just escape like into escape. somebody else's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I still think like regardless of anything like movies, even the ones that we talked about, like still give us hope. Yeah. And yeah. and you know what? Even though maybe maybe Prince Charming doesn't speak and whatever, but <laughs> I feel like that gives me hope that maybe I'll find a man who doesn't talk as much <laughs> and just looks beautiful and comes in on a horse and saves the day for me. Like, yeah. You know what? Dreams. Just yeah. don't scale keep us going. sweatpants. Right? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, not don't just stalk not. me every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I think they are a good reminder of what not to do. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, but speaking of this, uh, do you guys have any that come off the top of your head is like a movie you, uh, like a rom-com, let's say, that you love and a rom-com you hate? Hmm. Um, or like any movie that like could relate to like, the, could have right. affected dating. Right. Um, actually, I'll just start with the newer ones. Um, one that I hate is Sierra Burgess is a Loser on Netflix. Oh, my God. I hate it. Too. Good God. It was like there was so much promise there. They were like flipping the narrative. You know, it was a, a romantic lead that you don't normally see. But like what she ends up doing is like basically what every guy does in the movies anyway she like kisses him out without consent she catfishes the poor guy it's like she yeah. feels like she deserves Ooh. this yeah. for some reason that makes yeah. no sense and yeah. then like she has no consequences at the end yeah <laughs> like, yeah i couldn't get whole, it was it. like so upsetting one and i was like I not to mention it. the other like really bad stuff that she did but yeah. yeah so that was bad and on the flip side a really a one that i really liked surprising myself was uh to all the boys I before. <gasps> oh that was gonna be mine like it's so good like, what I is think it where is that netflix oh yeah. what was it called to all the boys i've loved before 
It was based oh, on a book. Okay. I'll let you get more into yeah. it. But like, it's such a good example of like what young love could be. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what about you guys? For a movie that I love, but don't think it's good at uh, like all the tro- rom-com tropes is Groundhog Day, where mm-hmm. I don't know if people would classify that as a rom-com. I would, because kind of the core of the story is like him trying to get Andy McDowell's character to love him. Right. But in order to do that, he has to spend 10,000 days or some insane amount <laughs> Like trying to find the way to her heart. Yeah. yeah Gaslighting right. her. Yeah. Right. I mean, she doesn't know that he's reliving. So it's just like, so he's learning everything about her mm-hmm. in like a very creepy way. And then like, yeah, wearing her down mm-hmm. until she finally likes him back. Yeah. yeah. So boo. Yeah. Boo. But, um, Bill Murray. Yay. <laughs> um, Stop showing up at people's weddings. Bill Murray. <laughs> this is like an issue I have where they're like, isn't it cool when he shows up? Yeah. I'm like, I don't like when he, sh- that's a movie thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if Bill Murray came to my function, get out. You can't, you can't stay. This is my he, day. Well, yeah. Get out. Do it. Yeah, he awesome. saw a wedding crashers. And he's like, I want to do that. He's like, oh, cool idea. Yeah. Every oh, day. Oh, oh, you can just go out <laughs> every person. As like a random old white guy that people generally like, I could just show up. Yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. psycho. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, the one I loved was to all the boys I've loved before, and that kind of takes the whole concept of like people getting together yeah. under the pretense of like it's not a bet. It's kind of like a let's do this agreement, yeah, and then uh, it's kind of like. Easy A, I think, but oh, um, yeah, right. So it takes that sort of like they're not actually dating because mm-hmm. it was a bet or it's an agreement. Uh, it takes that concept, kind of flips it, and takes away a lot of the problems that we usually see in movies like that, and just uh, gives her more agency yeah. and and Sorry. gives and develops her character really well, so that we understand like why right. the guy and the girl like each other, mm-hmm. and it's an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a huge deal of it. It just kind of normalizes it. Yeah, totally. 100%. The one I like is one we covered recently, She's the Man. Mm. Uh, Not technically a rom-com, but rom-com adjacent. Yeah. uh, Where the lead character, uh, Viola, is super active. Uh, You know, she's like calling the shots. There's like a lot of interesting gender commentary that for its time does like super well, Mm -hmm. uh, which I did not think would be the case going in. But it's like dealt with super uh, well and responsibly. Mm -hmm. Uh, The romance inside of it, there's like uh, the Channing Tatum character. First of all, Channing Tatum is there. That's great. Sure. Uh, (laughs) But he's he's like this, uh, you know, guy who's afraid to emote, but then like meets Viola uh, under the guise of her being a man. And then they formless friendship mm-hmm. and he's able to emote and you see like it not being gross and he's able to see that like oh this is a good thing right men should be able to be friends without right. it being scary right. and uh and yeah i just uh i really liked like that, that movie so good mm-hmm. uh one that's bad i don't know i mean they're all bad <laughs> right one i used to watch a lot because i was very into the J-Lo rom-com oh, yeah. that was my favorite as a fellow J-Lo um, but yeah. <laughs> I was very into her work yeah. uh-huh. uh, 
a movie I, this is i think technically a rom-com and i still love it because it's so fucking weird yeah it is monster in law oh, yes. oh yeah j-lo and <laughs> jane fonda playing pranks on each other yeah jane because... fonda's my grandma crush oh she's the best like do you see book like her now oh. we saw the book. i got real drunk at book club yeah it was really good <laughs> i almost got kicked out of book club yeah. <laughs> we were rowdy oh, loved it there uh but yes jay it's just like the classic like woman on woman yep. battle because mm. she's not good enough and you know mothers be crazy and yes. overly possessive yeah. and then the guy, i don't even remember who the husband is in that that's i he's guess the one guy. Guy. i forget guy. his name but he's like that nice guy he always just plays like the nice rom- like he's romantic got, lead in all the movies was matthew mcconaughey not in that it's the other guy uh, that the looks like him but that was like rule. nice and, yeah. but it's bad yeah mm-hmm. but but it's great they yeah. that i think they meet in the wedding planner i was thinking about talking that, about that one because that is like the meet cutiest meet cute where i think he like she's almost hit by a biker and he's yeah. like pushes her and then they're like straddling each other and he's like oh, do you want to get lunch yeah <laughs> and she's like okay oh it's great yeah. i love it um those are good choices. Thank you. Uh, my, my least uh, is uh, one I actually enjoy watching, sure. um, but it's always on TVs, no strings attached. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's uh. like the worst message for any modern day rom-com, which is uh, the person who's a commitment phobe will be turned around with love. Um, yeah. As a former commitment phobe, that is not true. Is that the no Nellie Portman of, one? Or the, yeah, Nellie Nally Portman. Uh, yes, Nellie Portman, Ashton Kutcher. Right. No amount of love would have made me turn around when I didn't want uh, yeah. something and I was a dick to people and they should have hated me um, and uh, and, it, and though he sort of does eventually in it but like the just like the whole thing that he put up with so much shit like mm-hmm. trying to convince her I was like oh please stop telling people that people can change um, <laughs> but the one I like conversely Beauty and the Beast um, that's always been like my personal though it's not not at all devoid of, mm. of uh, its problems right. but I think of of the princesses I appreciated that she was always independent she was a reader she could she read had, she, yeah she had like Gaston who was like the, the toxic that was like yeah right always after her and harassing her and she was like no yeah no no and like, i mm-hmm. appreciate that she stuck up for her family and all that and even for the beast like she wasn't trying to um her whole goal wasn't to, to look for love and it just sort of sure. like happened, happened. and mm-hmm. and she was like open to it and uh so like that part i like i like that she wasn't like her story wasn't about um her looking for this thing and um and she was independent. She was totally fine being single. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She seemed like she was fine being single. Mm-hmm. Right. Until she caught feelings. Least a man. Guys, this has been a super fun conversation. Yay. You are not done. Um, we do a segment called Six Questions with all of our guests. It's um, our original version uh, inspired by James Lipton's version from uh, Inside the Actor's Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are dating questions. Mm. So are you guys ready for ready. your six yes. questions? All right. Uh, maybe we'll start with Caitlin first and we can go to Jamie. Great right. answer. Uh, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Like physically or However anything? You okay. Uh, hair. Okay. A good, want a good head of hair. Nice. Not to bald shame anyone, yeah. but I love hair. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, height. Height. Yeah. I'm yeah, really tall. You're, yeah. 
<laughs> How tall are you? I'm six feet tall. Wow, wow girl. Too much. Too many inches. Too much. I, I would love all those inches. <laughs> Either direction is fine, but I just got to like clock yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what is one deal breaker? Uh, a guy not being an intersectional feminist. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Yeah. Being a loser <laughs> uh, in uh, not in the traditional sense, but just like being someone who uh, I don't know. I can never date someone seriously who I think kind of sucks, mm -hmm. which other people are able to do. But if I think someone sucks even remotely, yeah. I cannot and I yeah. will not. And uh, that is why By I sucks, do you mean like douchebaggy. Or, yeah, or just like someone who's like annoying. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, it's like you'll have a, a friend who has an annoying boyfriend. And she's like, I know, but like, that's just him. Yeah. I was like, nah, mm -hmm. I can't like shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what turns you on? Um, I suppose this is such a d dumb, basic answer, but sense that's of humor good. and hotness. That is. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it J14. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. What up, Sean? With you? Um, I, I don't know. I think it would be, I, I, oof. I don't know. I've never been turned on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I it doesn't have to be a physical thing. It's just whatever it is for you. Uh, Mentally. I like, I like people who watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's. <laughs> That's nasty. That's fair? Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. Yeah. Um, I just said I didn't like losers, but I'm like, but he's got to watch the news. <laughs> I think that that makes him not a loser. Yeah. yeah. Um, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. One of my weaknesses is uh, an inability to communicate my feelings mm. all the time, every time. And I would say one of my strengths is um, being honest about everything else. So not honest about my feelings, sure. but anything else. <laughs> get all the stuff that really matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I think weakness for me is over communicate my feelings <laughs> right. and be like, this is what I'm feeling. <laughs> um, and then uh, strength would be that I'm uh, very loyal. Mm. Mm, nice. Mm, yeah. Like even like after a break, if the breakup isn't bad, I'll remain your sole source of emotional support for <laughs> years. Wow. Sole yeah. source. That's a lot. can speak to yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, what is love? Oh, my God. Um, love is a chemical and electrical reaction in our brain it's a bunch of synapses firing away tricking us into thinking Damn. that we're happier than we are hello okay <laughs> <And> yeah <laughs> word um, yeah love is annoying <laughs> and distracting true and other people's love is never as interesting as they think it is. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Instagram. Um, besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Uh, um, let's watch Titanic. <laughs> your favorite movie. Yep. Mm. yep. Oh, um, um, Jamie, 
cool it. <laughs> <laughs> you need somebody who will just be like, so be like, hey, again. stop that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, guys, thank you so much, Caitlin, Jamie from uh, the Bechdel Cast podcast for being on the show with us today. How can people find you guys on social media and how can people find the show? Oh, you can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin Durante. Uh, go to my website, CaitlinDurante.com. That's where like all my show dates and stuff like that are. And you can follow the Bechtelcast. Uh, that's spelled B-E-C-H-D-E-L. Uh, you can follow that on Twitter and Instagram at Bechtelcast. Go to our website, Bechtelcast.com, and give us a listen. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, Instagram, Jamie Christ Superstar. <laughs> and I have a show on Super Deluxe called Robot Takeover. You can watch that if you want. Love dope. That. So Congrats. dope. Um, Aish? Um, I am on Aisha says dance across all the socials. Uh, we are guys at kind of dating on all the socials. I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook and Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Thank you so much for watching this first episode. Yay! You're still here. You're going to be back for a second one. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to do the next one on age. And if, uh, if age makes a difference in your dating life. Um, but thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you can uh, give us a five-star review, wherever you uh, get your podcast we would appreciate it and if you could subscribe to our new youtube channel it's uh just search natasha chandel it's youtube.com slash natasha chandel or um look for kind of dating uh thank you once again to Starburns and jason for this awesome studio uh and send us your dating stories and thoughts to kind of dating at gmail.com finally i know it seems tough out there but just try till next time Kinda Dating is produced by myself and Eric Griffin, who's also our audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden, and our show assistant is Jenna Ribbing. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.